Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello, and I am here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. I am the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and Carrie is the owner of the Emergency Cafe Consulting Firm in Los Angeles. And both of our businesses uh, and our messages that we have the for the world were touched very deeply this week with the events in Las Vegas. And we just want to send out our heartfelt condolences and prayers of light and love to all the people who have been impacted by this event. I know personally for me that uh, my fam- I have family in Las Vegas and I had friends that were actually attending the concert, so it was really a scary thing. And life can be taken from us in an instant, and we never know when that's going to be. And that leads us right into today. Our guest today is Shelly Ayers. Shelly Ayers is a spiritual counselor. She's a lifestyle expert and a healer. And I just want to say good morning to both of you and and just give you an opportunity also, Carrie, if you'd like to go just kind of address your feelings on, on today and what's going on in our lives. Oh. You know, I just, um, I think we're all grieving as a country, as a community, as individuals, and I I don't know. Like I I said to you this morning before we even got on the show, I said I feel like the shock is wearing off for me, and I, like today, I feel sadder than I have the last few days, and I just, it's just for me, it's, you know... I'm just praying. Like, I'm just praying all the time, every second that I can. So, anyway, thank you for that. And good morning, Shelly. How are you? We don't mean to start the show off on a, on a, you know, low note like this, but because it's so prevalent, we, you know, we have to address it. So, good morning and welcome to our show. Good morning, ladies. And I, I do appreciate the fact that you do start off on that because as a spiritually-based women, we're here to guide and counsel and embrace current energies. So thank you for having me on the show. And um, I'm looking forward to some wonderful conversations with you. Mm, so Shelley is also the author of her forthcoming book, Faith versus Fear, an intuitive guide for living your best life now. And of course, that's so in line with with our message of the Best Life Cafe, because really, Uh, I know personally and and just from reading the title of this book and many conversations with Carrie that really every day we get a chance to have the best day and the best life, and we don't know how that's going to be. And I actually watched an interview last night where one of the ladies who was at the Las Vegas uh, event said, that's it, I'm not going to Disneyland, I'm not going to a baseball game, I'll never go to another concert, I won't be, uh, you know, at a stadium ever in my life again, I'm done. And I was so, uh, I just got goosebumps, saddened by the fact that that was her immediate truth. But when we're talking about faith versus fear in situations like this, you know, I just, maybe you could just kind of give us sort of, you know, I didn't want to necessarily start with your book, but I think it's such an important subject because right now 
we have two choices. We can have faith that every day we wake up and we're right in alignment with what our truth and our life is supposed to be, or we can be fearful and stop doing the things that make us feel alive. And I just don't want to see people going down that path. So let's, let's talk about that. What's, what made you write this book? Where did that message come from? The faith versus fear is um, an ongoing birthing Um, a a topic that lives in my personal life as well as um, my clients that I work with. You know, fear um, comes to us in daily life, as you mentioned, and at times like this, it becomes very heightened. And I myself have had lots of fearful events like most of us have, and I found myself feeling very um, alone and fearful. And through all of my studies and my intuitive gifts, I really did figure out a way, a way to navigate myself out of that fear. And there's several tools that I use for that. Um, but I realized that most of us and most of my clients, they're all struggling with intense fears on a daily basis. Um, then we have an event like this, like what happened in Las Vegas, and it brings out an intense fear. Quickly share that um, yesterday we had a shooting threat at the schools. I live in a very um, safe small town, and it was a, a threat that was highly unlikely, but it was spray painted uh. under a bridge that there was going to be a shooting at the two high schools in my town. Now, it was quickly said it was not credible. But after Las Vegas, I gathered my kids around, and we all talked about it, and we said, what's our decision collectively? Okay, collectively, we know that it's not likely, but what is our choice? And we just came up with the fact that because of the recent current events, we didn't want to chance it. So we stayed home, and we went out to breakfast. You know, we knew it wasn't probably necessary. It wasn't really you know, we have a real trustworthy community here. So I I think my decision was more based off of the current event in Las Vegas with all of those people losing their lives um, and the worry that someone may try to copy that. But yeah. I did know in yeah. my heart it was very unlikely, and we chose to stay home. Um, and, and we had a fun day. And so <laughs> I myself embraced the dance of fear I knew that I was fearful and probably a little bit irrational but that was okay with me yesterday that was the space that I was in and this is what we can embrace so like the woman you heard say she's never going to public places again you know for that moment that's the fear that she's in and sometimes it takes yeah it takes time to crawl yourself out of that intense fear, and there's several ways we can do that. But having the time to grieve, having the time to feel fearful is very important. Um, and if you are feeling intense fear, the first thing you should do is reach out to your doctor or your spiritual healer or counselor, get some alleviation, get some dialogue going. Yeah. Um, and the second thing that you can do is um, limit your time that you feel fearful for that day. Otherwise, we run the risk of it snowballing and getting so intense um, in our brains that 
it will prevent us from functioning on any level. So limit your time that you're willing to feel fearful. Now, if you're a person who's experienced a traumatic loss, uh, this may not apply to you. You're obviously at a whole other level of grieving, and I don't want to um, minimize that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's um, fear is always within us, and, and we do have to realize that nothing is ever guaranteed. And when things like this happen, it just brings that realization to light. Right. And people right. really are just, yeah. Go ahead, Carrie. Well, I was going to say, you know, I'm sitting here thinking it's like this type of situation elevates fear to a level that mm-hmm. I would imagine we don't normally play at this level of fear, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and so what it does to us, you know, our psyche to ourselves on a cellular level, just like everything. It's like as a collective consciousness, you know, this is huge. I mean, it's, 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 it's so real for, for so many people. And I just, um, I just wonder, you know, it's like a ripple effect, right? You know, and so we, it will, I believe it will, it will, like you said, like it'll take some time. We all have to kind of grieve in our own way. And I, I don't know that we'll ever be the same. You know, I think because of this event that has happened, now there's a level of, you know, it's kind of like the, um, God, this is such a crazy couple of months. You know, we had the hurricanes, things that have never happened before, ever. I mean, you know, Irma was like, nobody ever could imagine it because it had never happened before. This is the same type of event. It's like nothing like this has ever happened before. And so just as a state of consciousness, we, I mean, there's a shift, you know, it's like, and maybe in a way it's a good thing to realize that there are things that can happen, you know, never say never, like just never say never. But then again, it's like, what is that, you know, how do, how on a spiritual level do we deal with all of this and, and, you know, kind of bring it back to our daily lives and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, keep, keep going. Mm-hmm. And, and so the question is, how do we deal with this intense fear when we're seeing in our world today um, intense, fearful events that we've never witnessed before? Um, right. my, my practice for that is um, understanding. I remind myself that my studies and my teachings uh, have always led me to know that we all have two spiritual guides with us, two guardian angels, two spirit guides. And we have, we have a spiritual connection. And during this time, if you can find a way to connect with your higher power or your spiritual guides, whatever practice you have, that's going to add to your level of comfort um, because mm-hmm. you are not alone. You really are not. And I know, I know the question is, well, then why do things like this happen? Where were my guardian angels and where, where was this and where was that? Um, that's something that's a touchy subject, you know, to answer that right now. <clears throat> yeah. Is, um, there's not an answer, right? <laughs> right, right. There's not I mean, an answer. I, well, yeah. there, there might be an answer, but, like, nobody, you know, if you're in this situation, I can't imagine that it's something that you want to 
here maybe right now. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like whatever. Like I'm, you know, dealing with, right. the, you know, the loss of my son or whatever. Like go, mm-hmm. you know, jump in a lake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, but I think that you mm-hmm. find, yeah, you find your spirituality um, from events like this. And, and you're right, it takes time. And I know, Shelly, in your life that you had some um, some transformations and you you talk about a gift called claircognizance or clear knowing. And I know that you are a certified angel therapy practitioner. You've done the advanced angel and oracle card uh, certifications, a certif coach. You've worked with Charles Virtue, who I just adore. Carrie and I both adore him. <laughs> And yes. so we love, you know, and, and we, and we were actually Carrie and I met at a certified Doreen virtue event in orange County in 2000. And I want to say 13 Carrie or 14. 15. Uh, 15. It was 15. Was it 15? No. Yes. Maybe. It was 15. Orange County. Her last one here. Oh, girl. I was were, there. Were you there? Or, okay, there? Oh, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rock star. Oh. That is so rock star. Wasn't it oh great? Oh, yes. Yes. I, crazy. Just, I have That's... my hands up in the air right now. And <laughs> yeah. My palms are wide open because you know what? I'm saying, angels, I'm – thank you. Thank you for yeah. this connection. Yeah. And, I mean, we um, really – we met in the bathroom line. Okay, at the angel certification, and there's a lot of it's a, back, a lot of backstory to that. But basically, from that day, Carrie and I pretty much have hardly gone more than two or three days ever in the two years without talking to each other. So it really was a, a connection that we were supposed to make to bring our spiritual gifts to the world through this Best Life Cafe radio show, and to promote and bring people like you out into the world because, you know, we can all get lost in this busy social media world. And so on that note, though, what I was trying to get to was that after events happen like this, or, you know, I had my own personal trauma that, that woke me up, you had a, a personal trauma that woke you up, uh, maybe you could just sort of talk about that and how these traumas turn into our spirituality. Because at that point, after you get past the grief, after you get past that darkness of what happened to you and you are able to pick yourself up off the floor, uh, then you, then you, fi- you have to find meaning. And it was in the finding of the meaning for me that I was able to open my heart and open up to the angels and the guides and the spiritual connection. So I was wondering if you could talk about your personal experience on that, on how that happened and, and what, how that all came together for you. And how the claircognizance came forward, is meaning how did I kind of bust through and start my spiritual business? Is that where we're going? Yeah. Yeah, sort of that. And then also just about the angels, you know, how did you connect to the angels and what led you there? So, yes, yes, that's okay. that's the way I wanted to ask it. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, and because I'm, so, um, I'm so elated right now, the knowing that we were all there, and this is yet another testament to people I've met on Instagram that were there. It's Tara. Um, Tara, the one, she's writing a book. You interviewed her a while oh, back. Oh, yeah. She was there. Yes. yes. I didn't meet her there. But I met, I hooked I up with her on Instagram through there. And then we said, oh, we were both there. 
And there's all oh of these um, magical connections that came. So her and I just chat a little on Instagram. Um, and so there were these really magical connections. So I'm kind of living in magic at the current moment. This is a testament mm. to all of those listening that you never know when you're going to make that miraculous connection that brings you peace. Yeah. And that's what I feel right now. Um, mm. And so I want to talk about, you know, so this is a, a moment we're all living together. And those moments are always waiting to happen. They're, the miraculous moments of peace and comfort are just as available as the pain and hurt. And just remember that. But going forward to more of my story. Yeah, thank you. I love that too. Um, My story about a spiritual healer was I knew that this was my life purpose. I knew I was supposed to do this. Now, at a very young age, I was able to coach many adults in my life. I had a lot of adults coming in and out. My parents shifted around in marriages and relationships quite a bit. Um, I was able to kind of coach them or support them. I always had, it's kind of silent space, but I could always see clarity. I could always see the right way, the, the way of non-suffering during their suffering. Um, and so it wasn't till later in my 20s that I realized that this is just who I am. I always had this different connection that gave me guidance. Um, and through my life, I was helpful and wanted to uh, find a way to help people. When I started to study and when I started to learn card reading and spiritual practice, I was scared because this power that lived inside me was now taking on a new form. And um, everyone that starts their spiritual practice is usually afraid, and we're usually afraid of judgment. So I have uh, two girlfriends that are practitioners of many different modalities. We work together for at least the last almost 20 years. So we have this secret practice going on in our friendship, and I'm so grateful for those two ladies. And then as mm-hmm. I developed the Doreen Virtue, you know, the Doreen Virtue way and the angel way, the angels really gave me a way to deliver messages that were pure and safe and clear, and they didn't scare people. You know, not many people are afraid of an angel um, or angelic energy, right? We want to be in the light. But what happened was, is when I went in 2015, I had already been practicing for many years. And as I was there, I noticed that most people were afraid to practice their spirituality. I noticed that so many ladies were brand new. And I felt like as I was sitting there that I had been practicing for so long I thought, what am I waiting for? Like, I see some of the people that are new Mm -hmm. that are going to take the leap of faith. Like, they were going to go take the leap of faith. And um, it was after that transition that um, I had tried everything else. So I told the angels, no, first let me go in 2012. I said, let me first be a yoga instructor because that's considered normal. I could heal people through yoga because that's normal. That's not the spiritual, not, not the, the spiritual, you know, healing path. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, well, angels, 
I have four kids, so, you know, I think we probably need to spend more time in church first. And that's the spiritual path because, you know, the churches want you to only stick to one way, right? They don't want you to have Mm -hmm. the cards and the angels. So I did all these diversions through my life, knowing that this was my true calling. And when I saw Doreen Virtue live and realized there were so many people there, everything came to light for me. I walked out of there, I would think it was, what, October? And in January, yeah. I said, this is it. Yeah, January of that next year, into December, I said, this is it. I know my calling, and I'm going to put it out there. Since that time, I've had nothing but referral after referral after referral. And it became very easy. Um, I see people in my home. I see them, uh, I do a lot of sessions over the internet, but it's all been by referral. So you'll see my public Instagram accounts and things like that. Most of my clients have been referrals, family, friends. So this is how you know that you're on the right path when it's almost effortless. And when it's um, almost effortless, amen to that. It just yeah, pops. That's cool. And, and, yeah. and part of that is finding the courage to let it pop that, Meeting Doreen in, at that thing, it gave me my last dose of courage to just let it pop. That was it. I was done. I knew it. I knew I could do it. And, you know, it makes me um, happy on a level I've never experienced before. Um, the biggest question I get is, don't you get tired of hearing about people's problems? And the answer is mm-hmm. absolutely not. It Mm -hmm. makes me so happy and filled with gratitude that I can help others with all of these tools I have. Now, there's certain practices if you're spiritual, you know, like maybe um, cutting the energy when you're done, you know, sending them Mm -hmm. some Reiki healing as your client leaves. So I do certain practices that help ensure that my client is going to continue to feel well. I will do a Reiki healing session for them. Um, And then when I'm done, I will use sage, and then I always wash my hands with water, and I give gratitude to God and the angels for allowing me to help a person. And from there, I'm 100% free, and I'm 100% reset, and that's how I do it. So there's certain practices, if you're a spiritual practitioner and you feel like you absorb some of your client's energy, that's a practice that I do. And um, I've taught that to a couple people I've mentored. And um, it's really helpful. And that allows you to be a clear instrument as well. Wow. So you talked That's about great. Uh, yeah, what your uh, session, like a phone session, or what a, what a session might look like. And you included things that not the average angel card reader includes. Like I love that you have Mm -hmm. um, life coaching strategies in there and and clearing of negative energy and you do some Reiki on them. And so where are you located? What part? Because I'm I'm from the Bay Area. I've got a lot of Bay Area listeners. Oh, Oh, Bay Area. I love you. Um, Yeah. I'm in Danville, Danville, California. Uh So it's Danville is right near Walnut Creek in San Ramon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Marin County, so I'm across the bay from you. But I live in Northern California now. Uh, but, but you know, just just for my Bay Area peeps, I just wanted to shout out that she's she's down in the Bay Area. If you wanted to to reach out to her, uh, 
So I just love that you include all that into a session because I think that it takes all of those things for a person to feel that energy when they're done with a session like that, you know, like you get that feeling yes. of completion. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. And I'm, I'm an eternal student. I'm all, you know, my daily practice includes the reading or learning or applying. Um, and here's the thing. I love to explain this. I came up with a term after being asked so many times about sessions. There is a mystical transaction that happy between your soul and my soul and your agreement with your higher power when we come together for a session. It's a mystical healing. It's like when the clients get here, they're afraid, they're scared, but as soon as they have given that spiritual permission, the client themselves is actually the one doing the work and releasing their fear and allowing their soul to heal. And I'm simply holding space and supporting. So a lot of people leave feeling like they've had a massage and very relaxed. And clients and people need to understand that you are the one doing the work. You are the one get, finding your safe place. And so I call that the mystical transaction, the, the element of the session we cannot explain. Um, and that's the great thing about spiritual work. Um, beyond that, more tangible things. Um, I have a lot of exercise certifications, so I do, I can do yoga with clients, um, and life coaching strategies so that you leave with tools, right? We want to help you develop your very own spiritual practice. Um, and that is different for each person. So, I mean, it can take you six months just to go through the releasing process of all the fears mm -hmm. and the beliefs that you've built up over the years. And if we really think about what it is we believe and we're looking at the fear-based side of things, we may have adopted beliefs that we don't want to believe anymore. And it's well worth looking at what you truly believe about money, about your career, about what you look like. And then we develop new beliefs. That is my number one favorite thing to do is really dig into mm. that because mm -hmm. those are the things that are holding us back. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I have a question because I, I wonder yeah. about this actually myself, and that is like, so a phone session versus an in-person session, you know, like with – like specifically, I mean, like I understand like the angel cards, like I, I feel like I, I get that because, you know, Kathy and I do it as well. But like, mm -hmm. but all encompassing like the Reiki and like how does that all work like together? Mm -hmm. So the Reiki healing, you know, you can send distant Reiki healing and many people will pay for that over online. Um, I want to just mention, you guys remember Radley Valentine? Do you love him? Mm -hmm. Radley. Of course him. we love Oh, my God. More than anything, we love him. Bradley, he, he is my favorite. Okay, so he, he is connected to me doing the phone sessions. He was teaching, I think it was there when we were all there in 2015, and he was saying that email readings and phone sessions, and they work, and they're great. And I just laughed. I thought to myself, there is no way that that can work that well. You know Radley, he's like so 
honest, right? You, there's, you just know what he's teaching is such ultimate truth. So I, <laughs> I kind of laughed at first and thought, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. And lo and behold, I started getting referrals for other family members, like friends that were out of state. And I had no choice but to use the phone. I was so pleasantly surprised because, again, the same spiritual permission that the client gives, and and when we come together, that soul works quite well over the telephone Mm. line. And I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. And at times it's even more clear because that fear of, driving to my home and walking into the house and that's not there. You're, you're in your comfort of your own home. I have found those sessions to be very, very powerful. Uh, the cards, you can just send them as you ladies know, just take a picture and send it over to them via text or, or Facebook or whatever you're using. Um, but then the Reiki healing, you just uh, do distant Reiki healing, or if you're not a Reiki printer, Practitioner, if you are certified angelic card reader or anything, you know that you can send healing energy so easy. Um, so it, it's been a pleasant surprise. I've worked with um, people over Skype that are all the way in Paris. I did that on oh my Skype. God. Face face. Mm. It was a woman's mom. It was a lady's mother, one of my clients. And that was such a wonderful connection to, to see that happen. Um, and I have a lot of clients that are now on the East Coast as well, um, which works perfectly for me. By the time I get home with my four kids, um, four or five o'clock, I can easily do a session for someone on the East Coast because it's seven o'clock their time. Right. How long does a session usually last, Joe? I try to keep it, if you come in person, you know, the, the maximum is two hours. On the phone, I try to keep it to an hour or just a little over. Beyond that, I mean, people, I've had people stay for three hours that have never had spiritual help before. And I feel like they're just too tired and they take in too much at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about an hour. For a phone session, it's about an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, in person, about two hours. And, and after that, you know, you got to really keep the client's healing in mind you don't want to overwhelm them so much where they just can't make heads or tails of, of what happened um so it's um unique for for everyone and i do refer clients out you know so if i have somebody who's struggling with um extreme exercise uh they have some goals you know i'm a great yoga teacher um and i've got my personal trainer certification but there's a woman that i know who's in the bay area who is excellent at body sculpting. She's a really well-known personal trainer. And I like to refer my clients out to other people who have really strong strengths, if they're in need, Mm. right? So I'm not, um, I do try to have a network of people. I also have a wonderful psychologist I work with in Walnut Creek. Um, Him and his practice, I've met all of them. He's actually sent me some of his clients to work with on a spiritual basis and I have sent him some of mine. So, you know, the, the spiritual healing at times it kind of calls for maybe a psychologist or somebody who can help you on a different level. And I, I do have that safety net to be able to look at my clients and really 
for their whole life, I can refer them out if needed. And, and I'm not afraid to do that because I don't want the karmic repercussion of saying that I am the ultimate healer of everything and, and anything. I want people to find their true power. I want you to find your power and have the courage to deal with what you are so afraid of. Because really in that fear, you will find that there's power in it. And there, I feel we are all born with the tools we need to heal. And it's simply learning how we use our specific gifts and our tools to heal ourselves. And that mm-hmm. comes down to very, very, very basic practices daily that can help. Right, but recognizing what those tools are, like that's the first step, right? Like we got to, mm-hmm. you know, you have to know like what those tools are. Yes, and helping people find what they are because we all have them. They're different. Some of them are stronger and some of them are unknown to people. I, I meet people who really think that they don't have any power to heal themselves. You know, they've never explored the spiritual world of knowing and and tuning in and, and all of that. And it's really fun to see someone embrace their, their own journey. Um, and coaching and life coaching, you know, is really specific to where our clients are at. You know, I'm not trying to get them to an end result. I'm trying to get them in the present moment and deal with where they're at right now. You know, we don't need to plan a year or two years ahead, right? We don't want to go into prediction we want to go into healing and empowerment um, and, dealing, and facing our fear and developing tools to deal with that fear. And so when you talk about tools, I know, you know, for me, I had to find my own tools when I was tra- sort of trying to find my healing space and meditation was one of the tools. I also exercise sort of regularly. I'm a fitness instructor and in the water. The water was very healing for me. And so how do people find those tools? How do those, how do you, if someone came to you and said, I have zero tools, Shelly, I have no idea how to to open my heart and, and see what's true for me. Because one of the things, and I don't mean to shift back, but one of the things that you were talking about was when you got started and you finished that, that uh, certification training, you came home and said, this is it. I know what I'm going to do. And when you were talking, the thought that came into my head is when it feels right, it what is when you're in alignment with your truth. And so when you're in alignment with your truth and you're saying, this is it, I know this is it, and that's what leads to being happy. I, I truly believe that those are the steps. So I just wanted to uh-huh. acknowledge that you knew that and you, you acted on that, which is a really courageous thing to do because, you know, financially you're a mom, you have, you know, all these things going on in your life just to get by and make dinner every day and, and then to be able to bring in this spiritual practice, which I know personally takes a lot of work and a lot of inner work. So if someone came to you and said, okay, that's all great, but what can I do to find this? What are the, some of the ideas of the tools that you would give them? To start a spiritual-based business or just start their journey to healing? Just a, just your own healing journey. And, and, and you know, yeah, mm-hmm. so start there. But I have one more question after that, so go ahead. Okay. 
So to find your, your healing journey, the best thing you can do is make it a topic. Listen to podcasts. Take mm-hmm. a, a certification class. That is a confidence mm-hmm. booster. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Hay House has a lot of flash sales, and you want to pick what you're drawn to. So if you like to journal, pick something that is around writing. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. your natural thing that you like to do. But here's my biggest thing. Instead of playing music on the way to work, play a podcast. There's so many. I always do. Wonderful. I yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yes. And um, so make it an area of study. Read a book, you know, a, a small book to start. My favorite book I'm going to recommend is The Four Agreements. It's a small mm. book. Oh, boy, will it wake you up. And then you will need to see a spiritual counselor or someone like me after because you'll want to know how to install all of the four agreements into your life. They are so powerful. Very little time it takes to read the book and and, um, easy to understand. So that's one book, but I have several that have changed my life. But a small start for someone who's new, um, that's a great book in my opinion. Um, I'm actually going to see Don Ruiz on Saturday. I'm seeing him live up here in Ukiah. Yeah, he's going to do a little talk at Yoga Mendocino for all my Ukiah peeps. And his uh, father wrote that oh. book, and he comes and goes around spreading the message. So I will be meeting him on Saturday. I'm super excited about that. And I think that, you know, wow. everything that you just said, the books and the podcasts and, and taking that time for yourself is exactly what I did. And I literally walked around with earbuds in my ears constantly uh, listening to Abraham Hicks and any Hay House, anything that I could get my hands on. So that, that's actually really good advice. And I just want to go ahead and give a shout-out to my favorite podcast, which is my podcast called Making Each Day Matter on iTunes. <laughs> and I would love for anyone to listen to it because it is a prevalent message on how to uncover what's important to you to live every day in alignment with who you really are. So I wanted to give my own self a shout-out. And I wanted to also Yay, have you talk about – I know, right? Like, uh, you talk also about being a lifestyle expert, and that title really intrigues me because it <laughs> is about our lifestyle that makes us, you know, like having sort of, I've, I'm sort of all over the board sometimes. I'm very frantic and frenetic energy. I put myself in a lot of hats. And so to bring myself back to myself, I have to get grounded every day, and I have to start focusing on something else. But uh I completely lost my question. Lifestyle expert. So I know that lifestyle, oh, lifestyle expert. and having that, that practice of a lifestyle, like waking up, doing my meditation, walking, setting a schedule that, you know, that is alive for me, uh, having connections with people I love. So what for you, if someone said, gosh, I really just want a lifestyle that works and you're a lifestyle expert, what, what would you tell them? Well, the first thing I know that's a big question. <laughs> It's a great question. I, I have so much I can say. Listen, I've transformed my life so many times. Now, first of all, if you have a, every time you're pregnant and you have to transform your life into motherhood, that's one transformation. <laughs> and during all those pregnancies, um, I was still studying my spiritual path, different than I am now, but I was using tools to help me kind of as a mom gain my um, groundedness again or gain my footing in my new role. Um, And then from there, it was 
my lifestyle, we do all these procrastination tactics. Like our brain will procrastinate on fulfilling our life purpose because we're afraid. And the simple things in life either give you courage or they don't to pursue the lifestyle you're dreaming of. Okay, your lifestyle mm-hmm. could be, hey, I'm a vegetarian, I'm a, I'm a yoga teacher, I'm on the beach, that's one lifestyle. Or, hey, I'm a mom, I'm a spiritual counselor, I'm an excellent wife, and I'm this and I'm that and I'm that, right? That's kind of my little dream right now. And, um, or they've got the person who's in their 20s who's saying, will I ever get married and do I ever want to get married? And it's developing the practices that get you to where you want to go and understanding boundaries. You must have very authentic boundaries for yourself. It requires self-discipline. Basically, lifestyle mm-hmm. is self-discipline. But mapping out a way you want to live and then making strong boundaries so that you have the opportunity to hit those goals. And do you know what they include? They include the most ridiculous things, and you touched on it when you said, I know I have to do my meditation. You said you're also an exercise uh, instructor in the water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are the practices that keep your lifestyle intact. And they give you the (laughs) personal power to achieve your goals. Now, there was recently, uh, you ladies don't know this, a little embarrassing, but I had a weight gain of 30 pounds after having all of these instructor certifications. I was teaching. I had a, a real, a, just a time where I just ran out of energy. I really hit the wall. And this was only a couple of years ago, 2015. In fact, if you look at pictures of me from 2015 at, at Doreen Virtue, um, I was kind of right at my heaviest. And it was just a lot of things that weren't working. I wasn't embracing my lifestyle. I went off the path and I started adopting this strange diet of Diet Coke and potato chips. And it was something I'd never done before. And it was also emotional. There were other things going on, other stresses that were causing me to just not have the proper energy. So 30-pound weight gain, and I said, oh, boy. Here we go. I got to go through another transformation. But what do I want this time? You know, I'm at a different age now. I'm 45 years old. Which now I am. So back then I was 44, uh, no, 43. And I had to design a life that would lead me to my late 40s and into 50s. So I looked at it five and 10 years and I thought, you've always been on your game. You've always been able to navigate life, but here you have this rough patch. I had to go through all the reasons why I had to heal some thought patterns. And I did. And then I had to adopt a brand new diet. And that was the hardest thing for me. Silly, but I, I don't enjoy talking about food and eating food and making food and (laughs) all this sort of thing. I just don't like food. I don't, it's not my thing. (laughs) So I had to get real serious. It's funny and it's silly at the same time, but you know the key component of that was food. In this Mm. food process, I was able to heal some of the nervousness that kind of was always in me, and I didn't know why it was there. Um, I had a constant stream of sugar in my diet, which I was kind of unaware of because I was so fit 
by my standards, I was fit, that it didn't matter. But really, as I really dove deep and laughed, you know, you know, when you hit the wall, when you get out of bed and like the ground shakes and you go, is that me? (laughs) Like, what is Mm -hmm. going on here? Right. You go, okay, this is like not who I am. Like my body is just overnight, you know, turned into this big, heavy, achy, painful vessel. And, And you're like, how could this be happening? Um, And I was still doing my spiritual practice and seeing some clients, but taking a deeper look at that required a massive change in diet. And I didn't want to do anything irrational like uh, fasting or shake diet or liquid diet. I knew it was time for me to find what foods worked for me. So I did do that. I did go see some doctors, regular Western doctors to make sure that my stomach was okay. And then from there, Needless to say, I healed it. The weight is off. I'm very happy. And I have a new relationship with food. I have a new understanding. And when I go back to wanting to indulge in those things that, A, I know cause nervousness, and, B, I know are going to tank my energy by 3.30 when my kids get home from school, I will now pause. I will almost allow myself to feel fearful. Like, do you really want to feel like that again? So, again, simple things, food, diet, exercise that sometimes don't affect you until later in life. You're you're more sensitive at certain times in your life for whatever reason. Your hormones change. You know, it's not a bad thing, but you're re-looking. So that was my uh, most recent transformation, and I'm very happy with where I am now. And I learned so much through that really hard time. Um, And I teach it to my clients if they want it. I run a, I put what I eat on my Instagram account, um, Shelly (laughs) Ayers underscore lifestyle. It's not very glamorous. It's small, but it helps keep me accountable and it helps me interact with other people on food. Like I only follow food accounts on that account. So that's my way of keeping me accountable. And, and mm-hmm. that topic is very important. Now, I should say it's also very important because my mother has extreme artery disease. And she has plaque wow. throughout her body. She does have arteries that are 100% clogged all through her legs, all through her stomach. And she keeps herself alive through exercise. She's literally created pathways and made new blood veins or vessels um, to go around those severe clogged arteries. And I've been to the cardiologist with her. Um, We do have a lot of heart issues in our family going all the way back to my grandfather um, and with my own mother, uh, even my father too. So there's an underlying, yeah, there's a, there was always an underlying reason that I wanted to know about exercise and movement um, but then again, realizing that it was really about food, too, that that was more important. So um, I've learned a lot from my mom, who um, was overweight most of her life, and through changing her diet um, and exercise, she is still alive. And she's quite young, but she wouldn't be alive at all had she not made those changes. Her clogged arteries are are um, a lot. So that is a, a miraculous thing too. So I do have kind of a, I guess, a 
hidden drive when it comes to health and wellness because I know <laughs> what can happen. Um, and I've seen my you know, mom I think transform a, her life. I think it's yeah. a fascinating uh a fascinating direction to take the conversation because, you know, I went, when I was in trauma, I also gained weight and I didn't really know how that happened or what I, what I could do uh, and had to pull that back in. And, and as I started to heal, you know, miraculously the weight just started to go because I think that sometimes we use food as a tool for comfort and emotional healing. And that's a whole nother subject. But I, I was interested that you brought that in because it is about looking at your life and saying enough, like I can't do this anymore. Like this doesn't work anymore. And when you get to that point, you hope it's not the point of no return. You hope you get to that point of saying I'm 30 pounds heavier and done with sugar and being able to just sort of like move into what's really true for you. So I really appreciate the way that sort of went. I appreciate that story. Uh, you're a busy mom of four. You are a spiritual counselor, a lifestyle expert, a healer, an author to be. When is the book coming out? Do you have any uh, Do you have any idea of when that book is going to be hitting the shelves? The book is still very, very raw. It's a topic yeah. that was given to me many years ago, and I have all of these notes, like all over in different um, notebooks and different mm-hmm. stories. And um, that is, it's really to be determined. I hope within the next year, because I'm getting the yeah. constant, constant <laughs> message that it's time to birth the book. Um, I love the way you say birth it, because it, like <laughs> it is like a gestation period. I went through it myself. And I'll tell you what my friend, I had my book, when I wrote my book, it took me almost two years to publish it from the time I started it. But I remember it sitting 89% sort of done for months, and I wouldn't go back to it. And I went and visited a friend, and as I was walking out to say goodbye, and I was walking out the pathway, she looked at me and she said, go home and finish that damn book. And when she said it, it hit me so hard that I went home and finished that damn book. I was like, I can no longer procrastinate. This message must get out in the world. And uh, so we will uh, definitely have you back on the show when that when that becomes a, a project for you that you're birthing out there. And I will give you a, a little shout out to knliteraryarts.com. Maybe it's just knliterary.com. Oh. She has a template. Uh, would you sign up for her newsletter? and literary she will give you a template to put your book into sort of format like oh. how you know, structured and it's a free it's free if you sign up for her newsletter so I'm going to give a shout out to Kelly Nateras who is an editor for most of the Hay House books that that actually come out and she does give this free template for beginner writers to put those notes and those like I had everything from written on a napkin to in my recorder, like everywhere I had to pull together. And that was wow. really helpful to, to pull together the information in one place. So I'm giving you that tip to go out. So we only have a few minutes left. What we do normally, okay. Shelly, at the end of every show is we pull cards and we do a Wayne Dyer Wednesday love quote. It. So I'm going to, so we would love for you to pull a card. And what I would invite our listeners to do right now is just to kind of take a deep breath 
And just think about something that you want to know, some knowing inside that you need clarification on or some directional uh, path that, you're, that is unseen for you. And just kind of think about that. And then each of us are going to give an individual card reading. We have enough time today. We have eight minutes left. And just kind of see if any of this resonates for anybody. So, Carrie, why don't you go first and start with our Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. Okay. So um, the Wayne Dyer quote that uh, we've chosen today is, you are not stuck where you are unless you decide to be which I love because it's just all about movement. And, you know, like based on the conversation that we're having about fear and stuff, it's like we don't have to be stuck in our fear. We can decide to be free and we can move on. And I love that. And talking about you can't make this stuff up, today let me get the exact name of the um, deck of cards that I'm using it is the Power Thought cards from Louise Hay. Mm-hmm. And I just it has been sitting here shuffling them, and you, you guys are going to flip out when you... Okay, so the card that I pulled today is The Past is Over. And the... I know, I'm like going to cry. Um, so it says, This is a new day, one that I have never lived before. I stay in the now and enjoy each and every moment. And I just think that is absolutely perfect for today and every day, but certainly our topic today and the events that have just transpired in our world. I love that. Okay, Shelly, would you like to pick a card for our listeners today and give them a little taste of your reading? (laughs) Yeah, well, today I have the Angel Tarot cards by Radley Valentine and Doreen Virtue. And love um, I love them. And, you know, I've already tuned in and pulled my card, actually. It's, it's card number seven. It's a chariot. Um, an important achievement, self-discipline and willpower, public recognition. Now, this card is kind of mm. like the got a a dark horse and a white horse it's like those um it's the elements of light and dark but the reins if you look at this card i'll post it on my instagram the reins it's like are they the reins of um ropes or are they kind of that energetic connection but what i like about the wording on this card is that it's self-discipline and willpower and that's what we were talking about so if you are stuck it's time to really look at some positive self-discipline and doing things that you love that are going to help you. And then I had to pull a second card the angels asked me to um, because the full moon is coming. And guess what I got? The moon, Archangel Haniel. Mm. Important. Mm. I love it. Important psychic insights. Events behind the scenes. Release fears that hold you back. So if you're listening I want you to know that you are receiving messages spiritually. You need to release the fears of that because you have more support than you actually think that you do. And through wonderful women like um, the hosts of our show, we're trying to help people reach that relationship with your higher self or your guardian angels. And you don't need to be afraid. I've, I've never met anyone that had something bad happen. So Haniel is the um, archangel of the moon. Um, and there's some great, it's a great time to do meditation and um, let down those fears. 
Wow, what a great card. So I today uh, picked from the messages from your angels oracle cards, also Doreen Virtue. I mean, I think that's unanimous here today with Hay House's energy yes. and all around us. And uh, I picked uh, Oceana. And Oceana mm. is telling us today to take action. You're in touch with your truth in this situation, and you need to trust your gut and lovingly assert yourself. And really what this card is about is trusting our feelings and knowing that, you, you know, sometimes we get these messages that we uh, question. And this card is telling you don't question anything right now. Trust your truth. Stay what's true for you. And trust your gut. Like, go ahead and let that gut instinct sort of drive you today. And, and be open to the signs. I think that that's a very important part of this card is being open to being led in the direction you're being led, which really, you know, wraps this show up very nicely for us today. Shelly, I appreciate so much your time. Where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at Shelly Ayers Healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, and Shelly Ayers for Healing on Instagram. Send me a message through there. And also my website, ShellyAyers.com. You can read my full bio uh, on my website as well. So all of those are places you can message me for uh, phone sessions. Or if you're in the Bay Area, you can come and meet with me one-on-one. Awesome. I will post that information up on our Best Life Cafe. Our show will be available by podcast this afternoon sometime. And to all of our Best Life Cafe listeners, We are so grateful for the support you have given us, the reviews, the messages of love, and uh, for our podcast, we just appreciate so much being able to do this show and bring you new exciting uh, people. And if you want to be on our show, you can contact uh, Kathy at kathyanello.com, and we would love to have you and your message out in the world. Carrie, we love you. So happy to have had the show today. Shelly, thank you guys both Angel. so much for your time. Angel, thank blessing, you. everyone. Have a great day, everybody. Right. Aloha. Bye. Blessings to all. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.